Welcome everybody to our first in what will be a series of side episodes. This is our out of character series where Emma and I talk about whatever we want. <laughs> and we gave of, it a name um, so it sounded more official. Yeah, instead of talking about things we don't know about, we talk about things that we do know about. For our first out-of-character episode, we're going to be talking about something that's near and dear to our hearts since childhood, Disney's The Haunted Mansion, The Ride, not the 2003 Eddie Murphy film. What are you talking about? I love that movie. It's art, Ellie. Hey, 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 I'm going <laughs> to say something controversial. Okay. <laughs> Okay, give it to I me. I unironically really enjoyed the 2003 Eddie Murphy film, The Haunted Mansion. I do, too. <laughs> it's do awesome. Too. <laughs> it's really good, though. It rocks. It kind of whips, How though. How can you watch it and hate it? It kind of whips, though. Is it, it bad? Whips. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll, oh, yeah. yeah, sure. I'll give you that. It's, it's not good. But we're going to jump into the lore of the ride now. Yes. I'm so excited. Emma is going to deliver to us a history lesson, a condensed history lesson mm -hmm. of the ride. Yeah, so this is the history of the existence of the Haunted Mansion and how it came to be, like, that process. Okay. I whipped out my, my trusty <laughs> 40th anniversary edition of the Haunted Mansion history book from the magic kingdom to the movies by jason sorrell thank you jason wow thank you jason so yeah i'm just gonna s i won't give a date because i actually don't know when this specific stuff took place okay so pre-1961 pre-1961 yeah yeah yeah. okay 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 ken anderson he was the uh lead guy on the haunted mansion project imagineer Imagineer. Yes. He was the Imagineer. Imagineer. Use his official title. One. He worked hard for that. He did. I, we love Ken. Have you seen Ken? We love him. I haven't seen pictures of any of these people except for, <sighs> well, that's the pictures of the guy in the magazine with the hatbox ghost, but I do not know who it was. I'm pretty sure that was Claude. I don't even know if it was anybody. That was Claude Coates. Thank Is you. I just know There's that. a guy named Claude? Yes, I'm going to talk about Claude. <laughs> Okay, okay, so this Mr. Is Imagineer Ken Mr. Anderson. Mr. Imagineer Ken Anderson. Wow. This is when I know that I am, that I'm just gone too far into Haunted Mansion and Disney history is when I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. you don't know what Ken Anderson looks like? What do you mean? How have you not seen Ken Anderson? Emma, I heard nobody Ken has. Anderson's it's only name you. for the first time today. Yeah. When I, just... I was listening to a podcast episode about the Haunted Mansion. I hate myself. Okay, so. A so, little different. Ken yeah, Anderson. I you too. So his final design, inspiration for the, for the outside, like the final look of the actual Haunted Mansion was and we're talking about the, the disneyland haunted mansion yes right? the disneyland haunted mansion um i have nothing well okay. i have a little bit about the disney world but not really we this don't is... care about the disney world haunted mansion i it don't can care get out of here i don't care get out of here disney world disney world can drop dead <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to hear about ellie orlando 
Disney World Haunted Mansion holds no candle to Disneyland. Disney World Haunted Mansion is set in New York. Drop dead. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm going to vomit. Just for fun. What's haunted about New York? Nothing. Nothing, honestly. Okay, so, Ken Anderson, his final design inspiration was from the Shipley Lydecker House in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, Also from Stanton Hall in Natchez, I hope I said that right, Mississippi. And the Evergreen House, which is now a museum, also in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, The interior inspiration was uh, from... Ken Anderson's trip to the Winchester House in San Jose, where oh fun, which is oh my gosh, so cool. So yeah, that's Sarah fun. Winchester, the wife of the creator of the Winchester rifle. She was convinced my mom. that yeah, my mom. She was convinced that ghosts of our biological mother, go- <laughs> our biological mother, Sarah Winchester. <laughs> Okay, yes. okay. So she was convinced that ghosts of the men who were killed by Winchester rifles were going to come and haunt her because her husband died and I think he was shot by one of his own guns. So that was okay, cool. that rocks, yeah. That also <laughs> is just straight off the top of my head memory, so that could be very wrong, but I like that. So whatever the real story is, it's wrong. No, now. Uh, yeah, no, that that's the legend. Um, a lot of the Sarah Winchester story is very, like, dramatized. It so is. So that's the story that people yeah. know. It's fun. Is any of it true? I don't know. I don't know. But, but she, it's really, really fun. She so. was convinced that the ghosts of these people were gonna come and, like, they like they were out to get her. Because her husband was dead. Mm-hmm. And so she was, like, the one right. thing left that they were out to get. Um... And so a psychic told her that she needed to be continuously building her house like a maze so that it would confuse the spirits and it would protect her. So, oh my gosh, look up the Winchester house, pictures of it. It's incredible. It's stunning. It's insane. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Huge fan. Huge fan. So yeah, that's Ken Anderson's inspiration for the exterior and the interior look that he pitched to Walt and Walt was like yeah that's cool but I don't want it to look old and broken and like decayed because that's not what his park was you know like he didn't want it to look dirty he didn't want it to look run down even though you think haunted house you do think spooky decayed old building he wanted it to look Mm -hmm. new and pristine and like a nice house so Ken was like, okay, bud, we'll figure that out. Um, so Walt had Roly Crump and Yale Gracie. I Those love names them. sound made up. They do. Everyone has a made Those up name. names sound Ellie? like... I'm going to tell yeah, you right now. They sound like NPCs they in sound a Call like of NPCs. role-playing the top five. The top, the top five boys that I'm going to be talking about. Um, Mark Davis, Claude Coates, X Atencio, which his name is Xavier, but he went by X. He goes by X, yeah. Um, Roly Crump, Yale Gracie, and Ken Anderson. 
So almost all of those have fake names. So they were put in, they were in charge of the effects and they had their own uh, Rolly and Yale. They basically lived together for these years that they were working on the special effects to put into the Haunted Mansion. At this point, it was still just a vague idea that Walt had and there was no story. It was literally just, let's make some spooky ghosts. And so that's what they did. So they had their own room where they could just mess around with stuff and build all these different fun little gags and effects, and it was really cool. So here's Mm -hmm. an excerpt from page 20. It says, Rolly relates one of the humorous side effects of their work. Yale had all his ghosts and magic strewn... Oh, yeah, they did magic stuff, too. They had, like, magic tricks. Yes, Um, I I do remember reading that a lot of the Haunted Mansion Imagineers were, like... (laughs) They did, like... Magic tricks, like hand, uh, like sleight of hand tricks. Mm-hmm. So that's I love fun. it. They're, ugh, I love it. Yeah. So and that that reflects in their work on the haunted mansion. It really does. Yeah. Okay. So Yale had all of his ghosts and magic strewn throughout the room. Once we got a call from personnel asking us to leave the lights on because the janitors didn't want to come in if it was dark. Well, we did, but we rigged the room. We put in an infrared beam, and when it was tripped, the room went to blacklight and all the ghost effects came on. When we came in the next morning, all the effects were running and there was a broom lying in the center of the floor. Personnel called and said, you'll have to clean up your own room because the janitors won't go in there anymore. (laughs) Wow, their power. Oh my gosh. They're tormenting their janitors. (laughs) I love it. I love them. That's so funny. So, yes. Rolly and Yale were in charge of illusions. um, And they had... Okay. So, they set up a mock walkthrough with all the special effects that they created for Walt. But it ended with the haunted house idea being put into an indefinite hold. Um, Because Walt didn't want a walkthrough attraction. And their, their big main effect that they had was this ghost captain and it took two to four minutes to stage and that was deemed too long for efficient operation and it was oh but it sounded so cool what would happen is it would be like dripping water and then this ghost would appear of like this old sea captain and there would be water running down and like dripping onto the floor and everything and she's just like appears transparent in front of you with this water effect and then he would disappear and the water would be gone. Oh, interesting. So cool. Yeah. But it took too long and Walt wasn't sure that he wanted to walk through attraction. So, yeah, and he wasn't a fan of the proposed rundown appearance of the building, which was somehow tied into the effects. I don't remember how. I didn't write it down. My brain went, you'll remember. And I went, okay. And then, no. So, sea captain... Are you ready for this? I'm ready. So here is one of the proposed ideas for the storyline. Because even while it was put on this hold, Ken Anderson was still working on um, a storyline for it. Because they needed to have 
something. Like a comprehensive. Be, oh, yeah, there's a haunted house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. Comprehensive plot. So the whole time that it was on this indefinite hold, yeah, Ken was trying to figure out a story for it. So one of, one of the stories that he came up with was, um, this was his first proposal, was for Captain Gore. Um... So it was this old sea captain who disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Uh, but before that, so his name is Bartholomew Gore, he married a girl named Priscilla, and she discovered his identity as a notorious pirate, Black Bart. Whoa! And it's believed that he killed her after she found out. There are two, it said two different things in the book, um... He had a wife. Yes. Okay, so, so Priscilla. He, he had a wife. He killed her. Um, awesome. Because she found out that he, that he was a pirate, so he killed her, and he either bricked her up in a wall in the house, or threw her down a well. Awesome. My f- Those were favorite. Ken's two ideas. Ken! I know, you love it. So then she haunted him like none other. Awesome. As you would. Yeah. As you would. As you should. As you should. Your husband kills you, you might as well. Yeah. Yeah. So then he k-worded himself, unalived himself, <laughs> himself from the from the rafters in the attic. Awesome, love it. Yeah. So that's one of the things. And Walt was like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> and but Ken also had like a bunch of other ideas. So he just like kept going, kept like working on these while the project was on hold. Mm-hmm. So another one was Bloodmere Manor. Ooh, okay. So the story was that the house was moved to Disneyland, and they were restoring it, but all the construction work would be destroyed, like, during the night. So they would be restoring the house during the day, and then at night, all the work they did that day would, would be, be destroyed. destroyed. Okay, okay, okay. Because, because of scary ghosts. Oh! Because of scary ghosts. Who could have guessed? The story was that one of the construction workers got sealed into the wall. What is it with Ken and walls? And you could hear... <laughs> Ken had two ideas. He had two ideas. It was just walls. Just walls. And it, you would hear, like, hammering and banging coming from inside the walls. Okay, so third idea okay. that Ken had was what he called Walt's place, which I thought was very cute. That is cute. So Walt would greet the guests on tape. He would be oh, okay. recording. He would greet the guests <laughs> as they like, walked in. Yeah, Walt Disney's new full-time job <laughs> is standing at the Haunted Mansion greeting guests in person. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he would greet them as they walked in, and a lonesome ghost, that's what it was written down Cute. as, was capitalized L, capitalized G, lonesome ghost, would guide them through the house. And this version featured a bride getting ready and an elaborate wedding celebration. The Haunted Mansion, Ken really just loves to throw sad brides in there, I guess. Yeah. Which you will talk about, and I'm very excited. I will be speaking on sad brides. You love to see it. So then Walt kind of wasn't a big fan of any of these, and so Ken took a different approach and he pitched his idea of basing it off of the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh. Since we, they already had the, you know, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh, okay. They were 
doing that, working on that. And so, so they were like, well, we can do something with Sleepy Hollow as well. Oh, I would have loved and that. And in his pitched idea, there was a party. Get this, it was a wedding party. Wow! And the attendees included Dracula, Frankenstein, Great Caesar's Ghost, and other monsters. So, like, the Headless Horseman would show okay. up, and you'd just be, like, at this wedding party. Okay, sorry. <laughs> With all these monsters, I, I guess. I have to break this down. Okay. So, when I think of scary monsters... Uh-huh. Maybe the last possible thing I would guess is the ghost of Julius Caesar? <laughs> Were they, like, obsessed with Rome? What does that even mean? I reread that line. I reread that line, like, seven times <laughs> to make sure that I, ha- like, that I was actually seeing and I wasn't hallucinating. Also, so I was like, why is, yeah, like, why is Caesar why there? Why is Caesar there? Who got him on the guest list? Who got him on the guest I list? Who's getting like married? He must. I have, would like to know. Is Julius Caesar a wedding crasher? Because the, there's no way that he would be invited to the same party as Dracula. Mm, you know what? I think you might be Dude, right. That is whack. I think he is Julius Caesar a wedding crasher. I absolutely. First of all, hate that guy. So the fact that he's put on the same mm-hmm. pedestal level of Dracula and Frankenstein. Who are fictional characters is just, like, so annoying. Like, I'm so annoyed by that. Second of all, when you said Dracula and Frankenstein, you know, before I processed the whole Julius Caesar thing, Uh all I could think of was Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, I thought the exact same thing when I was reading the book. No way. I was like, oh. Wow, our minds. Oh, hello. Yeah, I... Okay, okay. So Dracula, Frankenstein, and Julius Caesar are at this wedding party. Uh-huh. I hate... Okay, and the... Ha- the ha- uh-huh. The, and the, the headless, headless horseman. <gasps> he pops in. King. Maybe he's the wedding crasher. Maybe Julius Caesar and the headless horseman were crashing the wedding Is together. Is this a... <laughs> Is the Headless Horseman, to make another comparison, the Taylor Swift speak now situation (gasps) where he rolls up to the club to say, I say no to this holy wedding. Dude, so many fanfic ideas are popping up in my brain right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Out of all the bits that we've had on this podcast (laughs) this is the best one that i have ever heard okay julius caesar's ghost is a wedding crasher and the headless horseman (laughs) is taylor swift speak now okay here's the best part in this scenario Get this, the headless horseman does not have a head. So, does it sound He's holding the little the little jack-o'-lantern. Oh, head. so okay, so my two questions was was it muffled like air is coming okay. out of his airway, oh. but no oh. there's no words because he doesn't oh. have a mouth, so it's like <gasps> 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 Oh, I don't like that you said that. 
like an echoey sound coming out of this hollowed on fire pumpkin. I would rather have that. Yeah, no, I think that's more fun anyway, just like visually and and dramatic. The Headless Horseman is all about the drama. This man has no self-control. He is all about that drama. Yeah, he's flashy. He's rolling up. Okay, okay, okay. They say, speak now or forever hold Mm -hmm. your peace. And the Headless Horseman busts through the door on his horse. He hunts it on his horse, yeah. Okay, so then what happens next? So the Headless Horseman pops in and your your tour guide, the... Pretty sure it was still the Lonesome Ghost idea at this point. So the Lonesome Ghost, who... Maybe they're maybe we're all wedding crashers. Oh, that's probably it. Um, you escape through a secret, secret tunnel through the fireplace. Hey! Oh! <laughs> and you just dip out of okay. there so quick. Wow! Yeah, yeah, I would also dip. the 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 relationship drama. I know, seriously. The tension in the room would be overwhelming, so I, too, would get out as soon as I can. You know there's a fight about to go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Julius Caesar's there, so who knows what's about to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, are you ready? I'm gonna gonna keep going. Well, yeah, no, keep going. So, 1963 was the proposed opening date, and 1963 rolls around, Okay. and the exterior of the mansion was completed... So it's sitting okay. there on that hill. There used to be a cute little park called Magnolia Park. Oh, that's But cute. now it's this house. It's this house okay. with this big iron gate. And it's completely empty. There is nothing inside. They were supposed to that open in so 1963. Strange. And they have nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's fascinating. So it's, gr- it's great for them. So they, they put a sign outside the gate. Advertising the mansion as a retirement home for restless spirits, which was very cute. That is incredibly cute. I yeah. Mm-hmm. They basically made it sound like a country club, which I thought was adorable. So then the project was put on hold again. Okay. Because Walt wanted to turn, so his uh, Disney Imagineering is now called. Walt Disney Imagineering, but at the time it was called WED, which was just Walter Elias Disney, his full name, which is very powerful of him. Whoa! Yeah, that's so. A lot. Yeah, so, so the project was put on hold again to turn WED's resources, including everyone on the Haunted Mansion team, to the 1964 to 1965 New York's World Fair. Wait, th- what? So Walt, yeah, they had they went to the World's Fair. Yeah, didn't you know this? Oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> Ellie, Rolly Crump designed that whole tower that was part of the inspiration for the, 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 it's a I, small I world. did not know they went to the World's Fair. No, no, no. I didn't know they went to the World's Fair, but I also didn't know that there was a World's Fair happening in the 60s. For some reason, the World's Fair seems like so roaring 20s I know, I to me, that. like back in the that. day. Yeah, so so Walt reassigned Ken Anderson to the New York Fair project and assigned Mark Davis and Claude Coates to the Haunted Mansion project. I love them. They're great. They worked on okay. the Pirates of the Caribbean together. Okay. I guess at the time they probably were 
working on the Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't remember when, I don't remember when Pirates opened. I think it was 66, 67. Who's to say? Who's to say? Not me. Uh, this is about the Haunted Mansion, not Pirates. Oops. So Mark would focus on the ghostly characters and a variety of gags and scenes for them. And Claude would focus on the interior environments and sets. So let's story time, story time again. In a treatment dated July 27, 1964, Mark developed his own take on the long gestating attraction, replacing the lonesome ghost with a disembodied ghost host that would narrate a walking tour of the mansion. The treatment also called for a live but silent butler character who would physically escort guests through scenes that included the elongating room, a clear forerunner for the uh, portrait chamber, or stretching room, the portrait gallery, a room filled with oversized furnishings, paintings, and sculptures, and home of the most dangerous ghost in the mansion, who climbs out of his picture to mingle with guests until he has turned one of them into a ghost. Okay, that's Which a is lot. So cool. That's a, that those that okay. I love it. That imagery is genuinely and then terrifying. a seance room. Okay. It's genuinely I f- if I was at the haunted mansion and someone crawled out of a painting and they were like, "Hey, do you want to be a ghost with me?" I would say yes, but I would be scared. I would be dead before they even spoke to me. That is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It also had a séance room which was home of the famous medium Madam Z, which oh. Ellie will talk about how Madam Z is no longer Madam Z. Yeah. Um a full-bodied clairvoyant at that point. Again, Ellie will talk about how Madam Z is no longer a full-bodied clairvoyant. A ghost club room subtitled A Meeting Place for Retired Ghosts. That's fulfilling fun. Walt's original vision for a mansion and a room that has a garden view, which is very cute. That is cute. The ghost host takes them through. There's a murder of a bride and her fiancé, according to the ghost host. And the guests quickly discovered that the most dangerous ghost in the mansion to be none other than the ghost host himself, who materializes from out of the rainstorm raging outside in shades of Rowley and Yale's 1959 mock-up. The ghost host then tells guests that it was in this very room that he murdered the young bride and her beloved, reviving still another original Ken Anderson story element. Guests are directed to safety through a secret panel in a bookshelf by a talking raven. And originally, the raven was going to be the ghost well i mean at a later point they wanted the raven to be the ghost host but they realized that a raven is really small and with all the effects that they wanted to have it would have gotten lost in all the chaos and so the raven is still there in the ride but it's no longer the ghost host okay mark focused on characters claude focused on environment walt also brought ex atencio my king king onto the project as the script writer Okay. X did the script writing for the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and the voice acting slash sound effects. So, so X Atencio, he did 
everything when it came to audio, well, almost everything when it came to audio of the Pirates of the Caribbean. So if you go look up, like, he's the voice of the parrot. He did the voices, like, the sound effects of the animals. Wow. Um, so when you hear that donkey in that ride, that's X. That's, that's X. my main man. X is incredible. We love him. He's great. So Walt put him on the Haunted Mansion project as well as a scriptwriter. But okay. X realizes there's no story here yet, so I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's so just kinda, an empty house with the vague. It's just an empty some house. Some ghosts would be fun. With like, some ghosts. No storyline. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, Rolly and Yale returned to the Haunted Mansion project after the World's Fair, and then the five of them, Claude, Mark, Rolly, Yale, and Ken, all pitched their ideas to Walt. So, Rolly's pitch, which is my favorite i love it so much the museum of the weird oh fun. love to see it yeah so it's a walkthrough it was a walkthrough attraction that featured a seance room with talking furniture floating chandeliers marble busts that followed guests every movements and paintings that changed their appearance when you walked by okay um, so really worked hard with the ghost host concept in effort to link the museum to mark davis's evolving storyline okay and the Museum of the Weird was tossed when they decided it would be a ride-through instead of a walk-through experience. Oh, Because a lot of Rolly's concepts and designs, like, a lot of the things that he wanted to do would take too long, or it would be one of those things where you have to stop and look at it to appreciate it. But they couldn't do that because that would take too long, so they scrapped his Museum of the Weird idea, but a lot of his concepts and designs made it into the final design of the Haunted Mansion. Okay, yeah. Um... So there's a lot of stuff in there when you ride through. There's a lot of Rolly-inspired things. Like, there's a very specific chair that sits next to the clock that strikes 13. Oh, cool. The chair with the face, that's Rolly. So construction stopped again. Again, love it. For the third time in 1965 because Walt wanted to bring his World Fair shows across the country to be installed at Disneyland. The project stopped Again, for a fourth time in 1966, when Walt died on December 15th. Rip. And that was really sad. Rip. (laughs) Really sad, because Walt Disney Productions lost their founder and their guiding creative force, and he was the visionary who had the final say on everything. Yeah, literally everything. So the Haunted Mansion project team lost their tiebreaker. Yikes. Because they all had conflicting things, and right. Walt was going to be the tiebreaker for everything. He not there anymore, so he can't do that. Yeah. So Mark and Claude were put in charge of the Haunted Mansion project. It's all up to them. They had worked together on the Pirates of the Caribbean, and they worked really well together, and it's this beautiful ride. So um, Dick Irvine, who was the vice president of WED, he was like, okay, you guys, you do your thing. This will be great. But that actually led to a lot of creative tension and debate over whether the Haunted Mansion should be scary or funny. They couldn't agree on whether it should be scary or funny. Claude wanted scary, and Mark wanted funny and lighthearted. And Mark was able to convince Dick Irvine to turn the Haunted Mansion into more of a comedy than a horror show, which Claude was a little salty about. But... 
their creative differences resulted in two distinct experiences within the ride, so they still made it work. Okay. The first half is all about the scary environment, and that was Claude's half, and then the second half is less reliant on set design, and it's filled with Mark's characters and gags. Okay, Um, yeah. So, like, once you enter the the great hall where all the ghosts are dancing you know like that's when it starts to be yeah mark's vibe and so that's why the haunted mansion doesn't really have a linear storyline because it's full of characters scenes sets and special effects and it was x's job to sort it all out and put everything together so they finally decided on a ride through attraction using the Omni Mover. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to talk about the Omni Mover. We love no the Omni Mover. I love the Omni Mover. Wed invented the Omni Mover ride system from inspiration from the People Mover, also at Disney. We no love the People Mover. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I love to the, the People, People Mover. Mover. Yeah, seriously. So the Omni Mover, page 32. The Omnimover consists of a train of swiveling clamshell-shaped pods that can spin, turn, and tilt to point the guests in any direction, narrowly focusing their attention just as film directors do with their cameras. Guests would see exactly what the Imagineers wanted them to see, exactly when they wanted them to see it. The new system would also allow Imagineers to send an endless stream of guests through the attraction at a constant rate, meeting Disneyland's capacity requirements and then some. Wed copied Adventure Through Inner Space's clamshell pods, painted them black, and dubbed them the Doom Buggies. So, we love the Doom Buggies. That's the Doom Buggies. Yeah, okay. We love the Doom Buggies. That's very, very fun. You love to see it. Oh, I also forgot to say that when Rolly came up with the Museum of the Weird and he pitched all this stuff to Walt, all the other Imagineers told him, like, I mean, they weren't mean to him, but they were kind of mean to him and, like, this is stupid. Like, bud, all that stuff is so weird. It's so stupid. Like, come on. Walt's not going to want that. Like, you should be trying to figure something out that you know that he will want. And Broly was like, I like my idea. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. I just, oh, I love it. Because Rolly was the youngest and he was the newbie. Okay. And so he was expecting for Walt to not really pay attention to his ideas because everyone else had all these great ideas to pitch to Walt and he was just expecting it to like not end up being his idea but Walt specifically was like okay Rolly I want to hear what you have to say I want to see your pitch tell me everything about it everyone else shut up and I just oh my gosh I think about that all the time. Well, <laughs> and something that I think is really, like, especially interesting about that is that a lot of Rolly's ideas for this, like, the concept of the Museum of the Weird ended up being the cue for the Haunted Mansion where people spend a yeah. lot of time. Sometimes you spend more time in the queue than you do on the actual ride, right? Yeah, so, seriously. Rolly's designs were really important. And they ended up adding to the story of the Haunted Mansion, to the lore itself. Exactly. So yeah. he did have grand contributions, even if he it. didn't know it at the time. Exactly. Love that. So, back to the Omni Mover. 
uh, the ride through decision changed a lot of things, which is why the Museum of the Weird was scrapped. Uh, so Rowley and Yale created effects that required guests to stop and watch and then continue, but they needed effects to be constantly running and repeating for every vehicle that passed, so this changed so many things and like messed up a lot of their ideas because you can't have a sea captain ghost that takes two to four minutes to set up if you're having people passing by it constantly, only a few people are going to see it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, that was hard for them, but you know, they figured it out. Obviously the ride exists, it has fun things in it. But X needed a memorable theme song. That was one of his key things that he needed. Uh, Like he had done for Pirates of the Caribbean. And so he wrote Grim Grinning Ghosts, which, Ellie, I think you're going to love this. I'm ready. At the time, it was alternatively named The Screaming Song. (laughs) I don't know why I love that so much. Uh, That makes it sound so so much scarier than it is. It's the screaming song. Grim Grinning Ghosts. No, 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 no. The screaming song. It's the screaming song. song. Yeah, Grim Grinning Ghosts is so much better. It's stupid how much better that is. It is ridiculous how much worse the screaming song is as a name. Yeah, literally. Okay. So, they needed it to... They needed it to be interesting and not just constantly repeating the same line over and over and over again because that's what almost what grim grinning ghost is is just like the same line line. yeah but they put in different arrangements um of it to be used throughout the entire ride yes and then so like you have the organ at the beginning when the ghost host is talking over it you know um and then while they were doing the grim grinning ghost in the graveyard scene what they would do this was so cool i'm ready so they had all these different you know like voices if you listen to the whole thing it's not the same voices singing the same song it's a bunch of other ghosts going through but they did everything it was x and this guy named buddy buddy baker they did everything they could to give those music cues an even more otherworldly quality including detuning the instruments, which is standard. That's cool. And recording the music backwards. Really? They would record the music backwards, and then they would put it into the mix. Wow. Which just blew my mind. Oh my gosh, What was the purpose of that? Just to make it sound more discordant? Yeah, just to make it sound spookier. That's crazy. Just to make it sound ghostly. <laughs> yep. Ah, like, ah! I'm scared. I'm oh screaming. Ghost. I'm screaming. Ah, I'm, I'm screaming. The screaming song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm screaming. I'm screaming. Okay. The ghost host. Back to the ghost host. My king. My king. Yeah. He was originally course. a raven, which I already talked about. And right. They had to scrap the raven. So then he was just a disembodied voice, mm-hmm. which he still is today. Good for him. Happy mm-hmm. for him. In the end. They still didn't really have a story because it kept getting scrapped and nothing was working and the things that they all pitched Walt didn't like and so they had to figure it out. So X decided to return to Walt's original story idea of a ghost retirement home purely because for the past six 
years, now it's 1969, for the past six years, there's been a sign hanging out <laughs> on the gate that says that it's a retirement home for ghosts. So he's like, well, I guess it's a retirement home for ghosts. I guess. I, well, I, <laughs> at that point, it's like, at that point, at that park point, it goers has to be. have been reading that same sign for six years. It kind of has six to be. Six years. You have solidified and cemented in. Be. You have cemented in your own lore that you didn't Literally. even write yet. So, Literally. sorry, you have to stick to oh. that storyline. <laughs> yeah, sorry, X. Oopsie. That is so funny. Oh, okay. my goodness. So, yeah. So, then, before I opened, um... They just claimed that for the past six years, they had been out traveling and gathering ghosts to come live that in their very retirement home That's and to come fun. stay in the Haunted Mansion. And then it finally opened on August 9th, 1969. Amazing. Six years after the original opening date. Whoops. <sighs> I've had we it. We did it. Yeah, that was a lot. Okay. <laughs> So, I'm sweating. Yeah. Do you want to get... So, okay. That is the history of the creation of mm-hmm. the Haunted Mansion. The ride. Mm-hmm. Now. Now we're going to jump into the lore of the Haunted Mansion to follow that up. And I'm very excited. So Tell me all about it, Ellie. As Emma said, uh, originally there was no real storyline. It was just this vague concept of a house that's haunted um, to kind of fit in with a lot of the popular theme parks at the time. Every theme park had uh, dark rides were really popular, right? So every theme park Mm -hmm. had some kind of dark ride, whether it was a walkthrough ghostly experience or on a track in a cart and you just ride through and, you know, things pop out at you and eerie music plays, yep. right? So eventually, finally, when they settled on this concept of <laughs> retirement home for ghosts, they did have the direction. After six years. Yeah, they forced themselves into a direction by leaving that sign up for so long, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. The writers of the you you know the ride writers Mm -hmm. started coming up with all of these characters to fit into these different scenarios mark davis ken anderson and x atencio were the three that Mm -hmm. i read about specifically with the characters that i'm going to talk about yeah so they did character stuff yeah so when you enter the haunted mansion you go through the queue which is the like I mean, it's just as good a part of the ride as the ride itself, honestly. It's so good. It sets the atmosphere. Even when you're outside in the hot California sun, you're surrounded by graves that have fun little, you know, death puns on them and stuff. A little pet cemetery. Which, on those graves, a lot of them are little references yeah are for the imagineers that were on the haunted mansion team so it's yeah. like master gracie laid to rest and yeah for claude and so x and, and, and for the whole team the fu- the funny thing about that is that um some of the lore that cropped up about the haunted mansion that has since been confirmed as official lore by disney is because of those gravestones 
so yeah, to start off with Master Gracie, uh, named after Yale Gracie, who was brutally murdered, by the way, in the 80s. Do you know how he died? I, I didn't read about it because I didn't have time, but do you know how he died? No. Okay, I'm going to... Was he... I'm looking it up right now. Cause Please look it up right now. Seriously, like, okay. Yale Wait, Gracie did... death. Oh, Yale... No, he straight up was murdered in 1983. The unsolved murder? He was murdered? murdered? <gasps> oh, okay, we have to talk about this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, pause on the haunted mansion. Um, You've got to be kidding me. Are you kidding me? I'm going to pass out. Okay. Holy cow. So this is from the website. Okay, this is from the website, themurdersquad.com. Aw. This is absolutely bonkers okay please i need to know on september 5th 1983 at 2 30 a.m yale gracie and his wife were asleep in their cabana at bel air bay club on pacific coast highway when an intruder came in so they weren't even at home they were like at their vacation condo or whatever no! The offender no! shot both Yale and his wife. No! <gasps> Yale was killed, but his wife survived. The working theory no! is the offender was a transient looking for money or drugs. This has never been confirmed, and the case remains unsolved. <laughs> Why am I crying? Bro! <laughs> what the frick? Okay, so what the heck i will say um most of my information this man is so important to my life and uh i just found out he was brutally murdered dude he was shot to death on vacation in his sleep i love yale gracie no i'm happy for you i mean this, i'm sad I for you because you just spent our, this i didn't is, I, I didn't know you didn't know sorry um no I didn't know. I'm sweating. But most of my information oh my on the Haunted Mansion comes from two websites. One of them, doombuggies.com. If you haven't, like, if you're a Disney fan and you have not, just completely immerse yourself in the glory that is doombuggies.com. I was obsessed with this website when I was in middle school and continue to be excited about it today. Um, it has everything mm -hmm. it's a little difficult to navigate because it's very like it's an old it site it's still running on like old html but it's still active and today they have a podcast don't they they have a podcast the doom buggies podcast it's very fun i was listening nice. to an episode earlier but they have everything about the lore of the haunted mansion the creation of the ride that emma just broke down for us and they also you can take a like a uh, written tour of the haunted mansion with like photos and stuff of each room and it has like pictures of the like cue signs a map of the ride pictures of the posters and some of the concept art it's crazy. So it's a tour of the haunted mansion but it goes behind the scenes on each room and each it's great. Huge fan. Please check out Doom. This is not sponsored. Doombuggies.com. Please sponsor us. The other blog <laughs> that I took a lot of my information from um, is longforgottenhauntedmansion.blogspot.com, a blog that is also still active in 2020. 
Um, nice. He posts almost monthly, which is very cool. Good for him! Yeah, but um, that blog is also very fun, and it goes into, like, his personal opinions on different Haunted Mansion stuff, but it also covers, like, public opinion on Haunted Mansion, like, everything, which I think is very fun. Interesting. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, his blog has a more personal touch where Doom Buggy is a lot more, um, straightforward with the facts and, like, also reporting on controversy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because Yale Gracie's gravestone, and the gravestone was placed long before his death, right? Um, Ammon was like, that's in poor taste. I was like, no, 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 it was when he was alive as a tribute to the work he did on the ride. Not, he died, so they decided to put his grave, like, a fake gravestone in. Yeah, no. Um. Yikes, yeah. So, his gravestone was there uh, with his name on it, and they, yeah, like, referred to him as Master Gracie, and people interpreted that as meaning master of the house. That isn't necessarily what they meant. Um, I mean, it could have been, like, a member of the Gracie family, but Master could have also meant too young to be called Mr., so, like, a young, you know, person. Um, Mm -hmm. but regardless, over time, having that as such an iconic part of the queue, people just kind of latched onto the idea of the Gracie family or Master Gracie being the owner of the house, Mm -hmm. and that kind of solidified itself into fan lore, and eventually Disney just adopted that so master gracie as a character um there is a portrait of him in the in the gallery section of the mansion which is part of the queue that you walk through after the stretching room elevators take you down into the actual ride uh you walk through a hallway that's like a portrait gallery before you get to the actual doom buggy where you load on and like you know you're in the ride it's a very stately painted portrait of him looking, you know, stoic, but also kind of romantic. It's a very, like, romantic, like, 1800s, like, Victorian-style portrait. Um, and as all the portraits do in the gallery, they change with the lightning strikes outside, right? Mm-hmm. His portrait changes into a very ghoulish skeletal figure with, like you know, a dark background, and it's, it's very creepy. So that's Master Gracie. I always thought, and I don't know why I thought this, but I always assumed that when you're in the uh, stretching room, the body hanging from the ceiling that you see when the lightning strikes was Master Gracie, and, like, he killed himself, he hung himself, um, but there's no real, like, yeah, the, it, it's, it, I don't know what, I don't know where I got that from, it's, but I, I always assumed that that was him. I have always thought. However, it is the ghost host. It's the ghost host. Because he says to find a way out, always, you know. Yeah, you have to find a way out. I'll get into it. Okay. That's all I have on Gracie, I guess. The Gracie family is referenced in external Haunted Mansion content. So there was, like, a comic series that Disney did. There's audio drama kind of things and, like, a children's storybook. But in the actual ride, not really mentioned at all. 
when you're in the stretching room, you are introduced to the ghost host, who, as Emma said, mm-hmm. is a disembodied spirit. You never see him in physical form because it's, I it, like he technically doesn't have one. Originally, he was gonna be sh- originally he was gonna be shown as like a raven or like you know a ghost, like a physical humanoid ghost coming out of a portrait or mm-hmm. following guests around or a shadowy figure that they see like in the background of stuff but they nixed all that he's just a disembodied voice now which i think is very fun uh his body is the one that you see hanging from the ceiling of the stretching room uh you know so your goal is to find a way out of the haunted mansion and he's like there's always my way and then lightning strikes and you see a body hanging it's like oh there's like a scream and creepy yeah and a thud and it's awesome um, so that's the ghost. And my favorite, my favorite part of the stretching room, is when he says, "There's always my way out, and the lights go out, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then our father would uh, high pitch scream. He would do the. He fun little, always ah! does the little high pitch scream every yeah. time. Thanks, Reed. Every time. We love Thanks, it. Thanks, Reed. Every time. Um, the other thing I was going to say that I didn't know about the ghost host until I was, uh, brushing up on my lore today. Mm-hmm. There is a portrait of him in, uh, not the gallery, but in the, what do they call it? The corridors, which is, like, the hall of doors when you're mm-hmm. <gasps> in your doom buggy. I forgot to talk about the hall of doors, Ellie. Um, Emma, that's, like, the best part. Okay, talk about the Hall of Doors, you silly goose. The Hall of Doors. I know, seriously, I was so excited to talk about it. silly goose. All right, go for it. So, everyone knows, well, I mean, maybe not everyone, but the very, very popular show, The Haunting of Hill House, everyone everyone knows her. Season two just dropped. It's very good so far. It's based off of a book by Shirley Jackson. It is called The Haunting. There's a movie. Well, there's made multiple. In... That's true. The remake is gross, so don't even bother. The first movie in 1963? There is a corridor of doors, and the two, two of the characters are walking through the corridor of doors, and the doorknobs are rattling, and there's banging on the doors, and one door is breathing. So cool. You love Walt to see Disney it. saw that and he went, I want that. So he put that in his haunted mansion. As far as I'm aware, I don't know if the breathing door effect is still in effect. It is. It absolutely is. It is? Why okay, wouldn't it every be? time that I went on the haunted mansion, buddy, I, don't know, I always keep a lookout. I didn't see it breathing. I'm sorry that you can't yeah, see. Yeah, I can't see. I don't have eyes. Uh, I can't see. Last time I was at Disney, which was... We went to we Disneyland together. together twice. So we went in 2017, yes. and then we went again... Mm-hmm. 2019. Oh, was it 2019? Okay, yeah. So... It was 2019. A summer and a half ago, um, mm-hmm. we went to Disneyland. Okay, anyway, I cried on the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror because it was the worst thing that's ever happened. It was hilarious. I got cancer. You almost ripped my... Oh my gosh. But, like, also the Tower of Terror... ripped my hand. 
Yeah, dude, I <laughs> I grabbed your thigh so I hard swear. I thought I was going to snap your leg off. Sorry. Dude, I thought you were about to just rip a hole in the fabric of my jeans. I was about to rip a hole in the fabric of reality by how hard I was trying to mentally <laughs> escape <laughs> that ride. That's understandable. Dude, That's I did not. Ride, I hate drop rides. But no, I do too. I, I was Look, I'm glad I did it just so I could say that I did it. But now I perm, like, forever have a photo of us on that ride and my like full body and sobbing crying. like tears down my face and the little girl sitting in front of me is like you. laughing and I felt like an idiot yeah what's yeah. your question that's so good okay here's my question I'm ready uh, with the tower of terror versus guardians of the galaxy mission breakout tower of terror stopped and dropped while guardians of the galaxy it does the little bobbing guardians thing which of the one's galaxy worse? The bobbing? Oh, gosh, no. Which one's worse? They're both bad. I. They're both bad. I would rather have the bobbing. I have ridden Tower of Terror before the Guardians of the Galaxy existed. I rode Tower of Terror twice <laughs> in my entire life. Once at California Adventure and once when we went to Disney World when I was eight years old. And <laughs> it was the worst <laughs> yeah. experience. I have nightmares about drop rides still in my adult years. I am 25 years old. Before Guardians of the Galaxy, it had been 16 years since I'd been on a drop ride, and I still had nightmares about being on the Tower of Terror, but not being strapped down to anything. So I would, like, fly up as the floor dropped out underneath me, and then I would, like, I was trying to grip onto something so I wouldn't, like, land really hard and get shoved back up. Anyway. I will say... That is how I remember experiencing the ride for the first time. That's when literally... When I was a small child and I wanted yeah. to ride the Tower of Terror, I swear on my life We're there was no small. seat belt. I swear on my life. Dude, okay, well, there was. I don't I know, know what but world Ellie, you're living my in. my baby brain? <laughs> it's my baby brain. Where I was like... Because you're a big, stupid baby. Yeah, no, you were a fetus yeah. and you were riding the Tower of Terror. I was a... Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, the bobbing is horrific. The stopping is just as bad because then it's more time before I can get off the freaking ride. As long as it's bobbing, I'm like, all right, we're getting there. We're almost done. Mm -hmm. But it, it does. No, it doesn't stop. It just keeps going. You bob a couple times and you hang there. I wow, yes, and then the doors there, open, and, then and you it, see the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're like, "We're you we're gonna save ya," and then they don't for and another don't. excruciating yeah, I, like three minutes or whatever. I thought I was I gonna like die. the bobbing better because if it if it stops, I don't know if it's gonna keep going. Exactly. At least when it was bobbing, I'm like, okay, we're still in the moment. I'm still scared. This is all bad. But the stopping, it's the anticipation. Yeah, I hate that. It's also. The the Tower of Terror is, it doesn't fall with gravity. It pulls you down on, like, the nope. fancy pulley system. it's faster system. than gravity. Yeah, so you're going mm-hmm. faster mm-hmm. than falling. And I decide to pass it's away. Bad. I decide to pass away. There's literally nothing good I about it. I will simply pass away. Who decided this was a cool no. idea? Walt Disney. Who likes that? Well, he was Who? long, he was dead long before the Tower yeah, of Terror. Yeah, I was, was going to say, it, it definitely Whoever wasn't Whoever came Walt. up with that is dead to me. It's over. Anyway, back to the Haunted Mansion. 
after the whole door situation, when Walt saw that breathing door in the 1963 film The Haunting, he was like, that's for me. So he took that's the idea and he wanted it implemented into that chamber hallway. Um, and yeah. it's very Which, fun. Which I gotta say, The Haunting is my one of my favorite classic horror movies. I am so happy for you. I haven't seen it. And I Everyone's got to watch it. Okay. Go watch it. Well, this uh, this podcast episode is not sponsored by Shirley Jackson, but ma'am, we're waiting. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we're here and we're waiting. So, the, the door hallway has a bunch of doors Mm -hmm. that one of them breathes corridor of doors one of them a a lot of them it's just like pounding and knocking sounds the doorknobs are jiggling from the inside and you can't see what's on the other side it's very fun it's very spooky um yeah it's very unsettling but in that hallway there are portraits on the wall like a ton of them um, there was one portrait added that was added more recently, and by recently, I mean, like, a long time. I don't- Nice. I don't know when, um, I, prior to 2007. Um, okay. The fans refer to these portraits as the Sinister Eleven. There's no history of, like, where the origin of that name is from. Like, we just don't know where that term That's came That's very from. interesting. But people who are big Haunted Mansion stands refer to it as the Sinister Eleven because there's 11 portraits of these very spooky people. And most of the portraits were inspired by sketches done by Mark Davis for Haunted Mansion characters that he had come up with when they were still working on the ride. The cool thing about these is that the eyes were cut out of the original portraits and the eyeballs behind them were set behind the plane of the painting and then backlit, mm-hmm. which makes it look like the eyes are following you, right? Um, mm-hmm. But the newer portraits after the 2006 and 2007, uh, well, 2007 was a Haunted Mansion overhaul. 2006 was when just the attic was renovated, and I'll get into that later, but... In 2007, they updated the portraits, and they're all uh, digitally animated now. And they look great. Some of the digital stuff in the Haunted Mansion I'm conflicted on, but the hallway looks awesome. But there is a portrait in that hallway that is attributed to the ghost host before he died. The reason that people think the portrait in the corridor of doors is the ghost host. Yeah. Is because the hanging uh, body in the stretching room is wearing the same suit as the person is painted wearing in that portrait, which is really interesting. Interesting. Um, The portrait is referred to as Hatchet Man uh, because he has a noose around his neck and is holding a hatchet. Yeah, it's cute. It's fun. It's a fun nickname. So that's kind of fun, like deeper lore it's just like a little easter egg of like hey this is you know Mm -hmm. and it hasn't been like officially confirmed like yes that's the ghost host because a lot of stuff in the haunted mansion is just like visual gags and like little references yeah but it is a fun connection moving further into the haunted mansion 
the first place you go is the seance room, which is one of my favorites. Um, I love it. You've got a big circular, like, stage, basically, uh, up against the back wall, and the doom buggies face it and move around it. In the center, on a table, is our girl, Madame Leota. We love Madame We love Leota. Madame Leota. So she is a disembodied head floating in a crystal ball. Mm-hmm. The history of Madame Leota, it's another one of those things where there's just, like, some canon information that the original writers right. were like, this would be fun, but later lore is really, like... I don't know. There's a bunch of different things that, you know, it could be. So there's some conflicting stuff over, like, her backstory. Um, Mm -hmm. But for a lot of these, I just wrote down what I consider to be as canon as possible to the original Haunted Mansion ride. She was originally known as Madame Z. She didn't have, like... Mm -hmm. uh, It's a little more mysterious. And I think a little racist. But that's a whole other thing. Uh, She is a Romani character. That's what her Mm -hmm. kind of like non-canon lore, but also in New Orleans Square at Disneyland, they put out a cart that is supposed to be like hers. And so it's very implied that she is like a traveling Romani uh, medium. Yeah. So that's something. Um, but after they cast, and that was oh yes, another one of um, Roly's ideas was Thank for you, the Roley. Museum of the Weird. He, uh, in one of his designs, was to have a wagon out front with ghosts and like stuff would you know happen and you magic scary ghosts. Yeah, just, like, scary ghosts traveling wagon yeah um something interesting about that is i fully do not remember that being there if you held a gun to my head and asked me where that like traveling caravan cart is you would have to shoot me because i seriously don't they replaced it they replaced it with the hearse oh did they oh i didn't i never read that but that with the invisible horses Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fun. Okay, well, that makes well, more sense. Well, okay, let me clarify really fast in case I'm wrong. That is from my memory. I did not read specifically about that, but I know that there was a wagon. It did exist. Yeah, it might be um, in New Orleans There is Square, no longer like... a wagon, I don't think. Okay, if anyone is like a Disney buff and knows this off the top of their head, please let us know because I and don't kill me. I thought I was going wrong. insane because I was like, "What wagon are they talking about? Like, where have yeah. I been?" But yes, so in life, Madame Leota was a medium who was in love with Master Gracie. Uh, whose first name also is conflicting. Some people refer to him as like. Edward, I think. No, his first name is Master. It's Master, Master. Master, Master. This is a King Bradley situation. Mr. Master. Mr. Master. It is a King Bradley situation. This is a King Bradley situation, yeah. Fuhrer King Bradley. Yeah. Um, So, Madame Leota loved Master Gracie, uh, but he was married, right? He Mm -hmm. was married, 
And so she tricked his wife, his first wife, Lillian, into the tightrope act that you see in the stretching portrait where she's on a tightrope over a uh, an alligator in a swamp about to eat her. Which was my phone case for For many a long years. time. Yeah. And she tragically passed away from that stunt. Which I gotta say just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score. That's really what Leota said. No, she said there will be no goalie so that I can no score. Yeah. Yeah, me. So Lillian died, rip in peace. But then she basically uh, magic manipulated Gracie into marrying again this woman named Emily to get more money. I think because nice. she she worked at Greasy Manor, right? She worked at the haunted mansion, but she didn't want any more women in the way. Uh, so after they got Emily's money, she tricked Emily and locked her in a trunk in the attic. No one knew what happened to her. Now this ties into the bride in the attic story, which also ties into the Captain Gore storyline that was originally written. Yes, there's a lot here. But regardless, Leota killed all of Gracie's wives out of jealousy. Which you know, I love a good misogynistic women be crazy storyline but i do love madame leota as a character i think she's really fun yeah i love her so she then uh cast a spell to imprison gracie because he wouldn't uh he didn't return her you know feelings but the spell that she cast to imprison him backfired and she therefore trapped herself in the crystal ball She's still a very powerful medium, life, though not as powerful as she was when she was alive. Uh, but, yeah, so she just vibes in this seance room in the mansion, which is really fun. As I would love to. Yeah. Do you have any tech stuff you want to talk about for the seance room? Um, yes. Uh, so, there's some stuff about the Haunted Mansion that I was debating saying or not, but... I don't want to fully spoil the magic, magic. scary magic for some people, so I won't say some stuff about it, about the Haunted Mansion in general. With Leota, Madame Leota is her voice and face, original face, her face has somewhat changed, Yeah, by a woman named Leota Tombs. Which, Which is, where is epic. a powerful name. Epic. Powerful name. Epic gamer Leota moment. Tombs? Are you kidding me? Bro, That's are you kidding haunted. me? There's literally nothing better for someone doing voice work for the better. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but once they cast Miss Leota Tombs, again, epic name, they renamed oh, her Madame Leota, uh, which I think is very fitting and like... For, for just, like, the vibe of the mansion. I don't know. It's delightful. Um, it is. So, I don't know. I, I think she's a really fun character when it comes to the visual aspects of the ride itself. It is I agree. so cool to see in person. Um, I did not really like her updated 
technology the first time they updated it and then i think they updated her again and it was better but that weird transition from like the wrote the the real uh on the looping reel of film going to like digital it just did not it just did not look good in my opinion i personally hot take i think that projected faces onto animatronics gives a lot more possibility but i just don't like it but also do better it just looks so Cause like have i'm gonna you seen buzz lightyear bro buzz That's lightyear all I gotta say buzz lightyear when the lights are off terrifying oh when the light yeah when the pat when the when his like face doesn't light up anymore it's haunting because it's just like a plane it's a shape of his head but it's completely like there's nothing you know it's like a gray screen it's terrifying but when it's It's lit up i think it's really i think it looks great is that what you're are you insinuating that it looks garbage i don't want to say it looks garbage i just or is it just weird to you i don't like it there are some characters where i think it looks good a lot of people don't like um in the Frozen ride at Epcot, they don't like the projected faces on those characters. I think it looks good on all of them, except for Kristoff looks a little funky. I don't know. I think that projected faces have, like, they give so much possibility, but I don't like the way that they look yeah you know i can tell that it's gonna get better in the future it's gonna get better yeah well it already has but some of it is still not quite there so yeah i'll talk about that when we get to the the bride but yeah for sure um so madame leota's like updated tech i i still don't love it but i think uh the other visuals in that room are very fun you've got this kind of like swirling ectoplasm looking uh lights in the original room design because Mm -hmm. a lot of the visual i don't want to call them gags a lot of the illusions on the ride are based off of uh faked ghost portraits from the 1800s when photography was new a lot of the lore and architecture and things like that is also based on like Victorian times, which I think is really interesting. So mm-hmm. the whole Madame Leota thing itself, with her being like a medium and doing seances and reading fortunes and things like that, um, is based on like traveling groups that did that in America, which I think is another just kind of like fun. Like they they made it very Americana in its own way. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Madame Leota. Love her. That's her. Um, moving on. We'll keep we'll keep some of the ride the the illusion uh, technology a big secret. If you mm-hmm. want to read about it though, Doom Buggies has a whole breakdown of every oh, trick yeah. and like the everything. Pepper's Ghost effect and stuff like that. It's tight. I love Pepper's Ghost. Yeah, I'm gonna get the characters I don't care about as much out of the way. Um. I was going to talk about the caretaker, but there was nothing interesting about him, so sorry. I thought there was some cool lore. Nope, there's literally nothing. Nah, he's just a dude with a dog. Yeah, the graveyard busts. I don't know if you have anything interesting to say about them, but again, there's no real lore. It's just, like, fun. Uh, They are cool in the graveyard. It's cool. It's fun, but they're cool. there's nothing uh, really oh, there. Oh, actually, I do have one fun thing to say. You're, these are the singing busts. 
yeah so after you know you about like what near the end of the ride is the graveyard mm-hmm. scene very fun uh there are these five busts um on the right side of the track that you turn to at one mm-hmm. point and they have faces projected on them of the original people that sang for mm-hmm. them uh singing grim grinning ghosts yep the they're called the phantom five is their like official name which is very fun very very fun so something i love about them when they had to uh do that because it was like motion capture just for their faces when people talk and when you sing you move your head yeah that's what you do they couldn't move their head so they had they were like put they put their heads in this little like cushioned box thing to keep them from moving and so they just really had to stress their facial expressions because they couldn't like move around like you would if you were actually singing, like singing, a normal yeah. person so it was really funny seeing pictures of it is it's very fun that's delightful yeah and so the the facial recordings that they have in the graveyard still today are the originals from the mm-hmm. 60s which is awesome Oh, I guess I don't know if it's from the 60s, because I don't know when they added the busts. Is that an original? Is that from the original ride? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because there's a lot of stuff that they added later. Yeah. There is um a conspiracy or a theory or whatever. Ooh. People think that one of the five is Walt Disney, because he vaguely resembles him. It's not. It's not. It does vaguely resemble him if you think all white men with mustaches from the 60s look exactly the same. Which, which, uh, hey, valid. I won't say, I won't say they don't. Yeah, I, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, but he is not Walt Disney. Boom. Got him. All right. Boom. <laughs> now, on to the most research that I did because it is truly my favorite part of the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to talk about some controversy. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Apparently people have very strong opinions about the Haunted Mansion. Interesting. Which I guess I should have expected. It's We're talking about Disney fans. That's true. Uh, So I should have expected that, but I was surprised. All right. So the attic scene. In the Haunted Mansion, you go up into the attic of the house. The attic scene has changed significantly multiple times since its original installation when the ride was built, okay? So you go up into the attic, and originally it was pretty empty. Uh, It's just made to look like a spooky attic with, like, creaking wood and, like, the, you know, like, windows or what- well, there weren't windows. It was very dimly lit. Um, there were, like, there was, like, a, it's called a Batmobile. That's literally what they called it. It's a mobile Mm -hmm. in the ceiling, um, that, like, spun around with hanging bats on it. And then, you know, the audio of, like, bats squeaking or whatever. so funny. Which is very fun. They had to take it out later when they were doing renovations because it just didn't fit with the other stuff that they wanted to put in. Like, physically, it did not fit. So, yeah, originally it was pretty bare, um, but the pinnacles of the original attic were two characters that are apparently controversial. The first character, um, I'm going to talk about her first, the bride. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. In the original Haunted Mansion. I love her. The original, the original concept, uh, like her lore, was very vague. She was just kind of there to look spooky. Mm-hmm. So, um, originally, uh, her character design is what's referred to as a corpse bride, where she was very, she had very ghoulish features, like haunting. So she looked almost skeletal. Yeah. Um, the room was so dark that you couldn't really see it, but the reason it was so dark is because she had a light-up beating heart in her chest, in her torso, that, like, pumped, and you could hear it beating, and that was, like, the whole Mm -hmm. gag for her. But she was wearing a veil, and she was holding a candle, and she had a bouquet of roses, and was wearing a wedding dress, so she's very obviously supposed to be a bride, But her purpose there was really vague because it's like, she's not making any sound. Is she forlorn and tragic? Is she some kind of spooky ghost? Like, are we supposed to be scared of her? Is Mm -hmm. she threatening? Not clear at all because they didn't write anything for her. She's Mm -hmm. just there. Ken Anderson, for almost all of his pitches, had a bride. What's this? uh, Walls? And brides. Laws and brides. He had two ideas, and he brides stuck and with them. Which, yeah, hey, the bride idea stuck, and it's still a thing, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. So, thanks, Ken. And I believe in the graveyard, there is someone sealing themselves into a tomb. Oh, yes, there is. Someone sealing themselves. Their arm is sticking out, and they're mm-hmm. and holding got the up little. the mm-hmm. thing of the cement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. So, yeah, okay, so Ken got his two ideas in. Ken I'm happy his for ideas. him. Me too. Congrats to Ken. Uh, so, after uh, several updates, the bride has been updated multiple times. Now, I remember the bride before the big controversial 2006 update Mm. she was very scary in my child brain opinion very spooky but the update that i remember before the big 2006 update of the attic where the in 2006 they overhauled that entire section so they like closed down the haunted mansion redid the entire attic and then brought it back baby but nice. the bride, please look up pictures. Um, both Doom Buggies and Long Forgotten Haunted Mansion have so much on the history of the bride and like all of her different versions. And it's just, oh yeah, I it's love delightful. the bride. Yeah, it's so cool to see like how they changed her over time. A, a lot of those changes, people were not super happy with, which is just so no. funny to me. But her original design was a combination of, it was a combination of Ken Anderson's uh, character design called, that he referred to as the candle holder. Mm -hmm. She wasn't a bride originally. The bride character was a separate thing that he proposed. The corpse bride was his idea. Mm -hmm. But his other idea for a ghost character was the candle holder that was just a woman in a dress on a stairway holding a candle and it was creepy that was pretty much it yeah you Um, love to see it for it i love to see it too the art for it is very interesting and it's actually reminiscent to me of the floating candle in the endless hallway which is kind of cool but then they combined that and the corpse bride concept with mark davis's character that 
was referred to as the moving lights ghost um because it was like a semi-translucent female figure okay i think she's wearing a dress technically but that was the concept of the beating heart inside the chest that you could see and there were other lights i think moving through her that's what the sketch looked like it was not super Mm. clear because there was no written explanation it was just like here's this and so they referred to it as the moving lights um so that's what the bride is is a co- the original bride is a combination of those three things which is really yeah. fun uh so then they updated her and she had very dark like her body was basically painted black at disney world it was painted a very dark like sickly looking greenish mm-hmm. blue almost looks black but it's like it's very eerie but it's a little bit lighter than black so you could still see her facial features I think it's creepier than the, like, dark, darker bride. Mm, Um, Interesting. But the reason that she was painted black is her dress was, uh, so she had the white wedding dress and the veil, Mm -hmm. but her eyes glowed. And so in the dark, all you could see were these glowing eyes Mm -hmm. behind a veil with the candle. And it, it, I think it's very creepy. It is very creepy. Yeah, so that's the bride, but sometime between 1969 and 2006, she had, like, I think one or two updates between those times. They they were experimenting with different technology of how to make her scarier. I don't know how successful they were every time, but that that memory of her with the glowing eyes and the beating heart and everything, creepy. In that update, also... They added a little bit more to make it less vague, where she says in an almost mocking tone, I do. That was where that audio mm-hmm. came from. And then uh, the sound of the beating heart. That time, they also added the phantom pianist, which is still there. And oh my gosh, that's I love one of my him. favorites. It's a piano that's playing itself. And there's no one sitting in front of it, but there's a spotlight on it. And there's a shadow against the wall that's, like, projected onto the wall that makes it look like someone's sitting there. Delightful. So cool. I love it. Wonderful trick. Yeah, they did a great job. So, um, they added the piano that's playing a kind of off-kilter minor chord, Here Comes the Bride. And then her saying, I do, like, in a kind of, again, it, it seems like a vaguely mocking tone, so some people assumed, like, She's supposed to be kind of a villain character. But then the very controversial 2006 update, they added actual lore to the bride uh, through visual storytelling, environmental storytelling in the attic. They gave her a name, Constance. Constance Hatchaway. Um, Mm -hmm. I've always known her as that. I don't know where her last name actually shows up. I don't know if it shows up in the attic or if that's outside lore. It's canon. I mean, it's outside lore. It's canon, but it's, it's canon, I don't think but it's in I don't the ride. It, I don't think it shows up in the ride, but her name Constance does show up. She was given lore because they wanted to connect her. They tried to connect her to the stretching room portrait of the old woman with the rose sitting on her husband's tombstone and his bust has an axe in its head implying that she killed him. Um, it's still unclear how well that works because 
It kind of doesn't. I mean, unless she died and her ghost is the young version of herself, which is, I, that's mm-hmm. valid. Like, you could argue that. Um, I could. But a lot of people were upset. A lot of people were upset at that connection because they yeah, were like, that I doesn't make any sense. don't really care about that connection, but also I like the idea of dying and I get to choose what age my ghost is. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I'll roll with it. Thank you, Disney. Yeah, the reason that they, like, connect that is, one, the rose, Constance's portrait in the attic, she is holding a rose in a very similar pose, and it's the same flower. It's, like, obviously a reference to that portrait in the stretching room. Right. And the big kicker, uh, you see through the attic uh, four or five portraits of her with a husband and as you ride past them the portrait changes to where the husband's head is gone mm-hmm. which is very fun so she's known as the black widow bride um again that's like official title um and then you still got the phantom pianist playing here comes the bride in a minor key very like you know out of tune piano Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end of the attic, and there she is, and they did that thing where they digitized her face and projected it onto a blank mannequin, and I I hate it. I think I it hate looks it. bad. But it's not just her face. Oh, it's her It's her whole also. torso. Like, it's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. her whole torso. I don't yeah. like that. Bad job. Disney, please stop. Please stop. If you're going to do that, again, in theory, technology like that, great idea. That solves a lot of really difficult technical problems with pulling off that illusion. However, do better. It just looks so bad. I hate it. It's so cheesy and, like, uncanny and not in a spooky ghost way. It's just like... And I have seen the other... Disney has some of the, like, top ten list of most advanced animatronics in the world yeah so i know that you can make an animatronic i know that you can do better has an acts and speaks words like and i know I that you can that it's a lot of work but like listen if you spent all that time and money making a f- mother freaking johnny depp look-alike for the pirates ride Literally. multiple times he's in Literally. the ride multiple times you and wasted the, all that the, money on Johnny Depp, and you're not going to do it for Constance. It's the either Attic the Bride. Tokyo or the Shanghai Disney, but their Pirates of the Caribbean ride is it's the it's the movie franchise. Oh, I love that. So it's, it's all just, the animatronics are characters. Okay, see mm-hmm. Disney. It's Davy Jones. Davy Jones, right up in there. Make me. He's got a big boat. Good for him. Yeah. Disney, please. You please. made Davy Jones. Make me a Constance. Make what me are Constance you doing? Hatchaway. What are you doing? What I've are you seen. Doing? Have you seen the the dragon under in um the Paris Disney Disney France Disney Paris? Uh, their no. their castle is also a walkthrough. I okay, fun and very fun. Underneath it is a dragon's lair and there is a straight up dragon one of the most advanced animatronics in the world and the way it moves that's it i simply decide to pass away better i decide to pass away nothing better give me and they're um 
currently yes. I think I don't know what the number is anymore, but last I checked, it was like top five in the Pandora update that they did. Yes, with the um the, the river, river ride. ride. Yeah, I the know exactly animatronic. What you're it moves like a human. It's it is it moves like a human. It is shocking. It is one of the most advanced animatronics in the world. It's so realistic, it's so beautiful, and you know how I feel about Avatar Blue People. I know Avatar Blue People is dead to me. I literally could not care less. However, Disney World did one interesting thing. Stunning. It's it's, it's incredible. That yeah, that animatronic specifically, and it's the only interesting part of the ride, unfortunately. Well, they did some other cool stuff, but it's yeah. like the pinnacle, and when you see it, it's breathtaking. I haven't it's been on the ride, but I've watched video of it because oh, what yeah. else are you gonna do? Very cool. So anyway, Disney, mm-hmm. where is my Constance? I will allow them to do some projection work to make an axe magically appear. I'm fine with that. Sure, sure. If you want to do projections for uh, her arm and the axe appearing, whatever. But just give me the face, at least. Just give me the face. Do anything. Do anything. 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 I'm begging. Please. Yeah, no. So I'm annoyed. And then the, and then the what? Little Leota, which I'm assuming you'll get to later. Um, yeah, I will. I don't okay. really have much to say about her, because, like, lore-wise, uh, there's just not a ton. But, so, yeah, the bride's face is very Uncanny Valley. I hate to see it. The bride's arm is also projected over her torso, and an axe, a, like, you know, uh, uh, formulates in it from dust or whatever, and it's like, mm-hmm. ooh, scary women kill men oh my gosh i'm terrified so a lot of people were upset by that not only because they thought it wasn't as scary like visually which i will agree the other brides are haunting to look dude, at dude sleep paralysis demon yeah exactly like if i woke up in the middle of the night and i saw that i would simply pass away mm, i would mm, give up mm, 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 mm. but compare that to constance it is, like, menacing in a serial killer way. Yeah. But, like, if and she's, she's a ghost. To, like, she, she is, is a ghost, ghost because everyone in the Haunted Mansion is a ghost. So, like, we know that she is dead. Which I think, actually, ghost murder is scarier than, like... I'm gonna agree in, with you there. In that scenario, that is creepy. Like, that's, it's, oh. It's but scary. that's one of those things that, like, you have to think about it being creepy. If you just saw her on the street, you would be like... Right. Women be tripping. Or Women be tripping. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, so she's so pretty. She's like, gorgeous. If she asked me to do anything. I'd do it. I'd do it. I'd do it. She wants to marry me and chop off my head. Go for it, girl. Dude. Girl power. Take all my money. Kill girl me, power. please. I'm asking for it. Um, The other thing I was going to say, since you mentioned her appearance, her voice is creepy. Yes. They did a great job with that. And her, her face actor and her voice actor are two different people, which is kind of funny to me. Um, but she's she's very menacing, and I like that. But She is. Like, again, make her look, make do better. Do better. Step one. Uh, and then, so here's the controversy with Miss Constance Hatchaway. So, again, this was 2006. They closed the Haunted Mansion down for however long. It was a while. I think it was like a year and a half or something. Like it was closed Dang. for a while. 
reopen it, boom, new attic. There's two controversies here, actually. So the controversy with the bride, uh, they updated her. I don't know how many people actually thought it looked bad because I think for 2006, that was pretty mind-blowing technology. For 2020, mm-hmm. Ellie sitting here right now, just like back off like who cares um but in 2006 i'm sure most people were like wow you know but it was the story so Mm -hmm. there is a conflict between the theme of the haunted mansion which is kind of a joke uh we as mortals are so terrified of death but the ghosts they're they don't care and they're not here to scare us they're just vibing Dude, they're just having a party so they don't care that we're there yeah and they're like come join us but it's not in a threatening way i mean it's threatening no, to us because we don't want to die but to them they're not doing it because they want to be like evil they're doing it because they're like death is fun death is fine what are you stupid humans afraid of like it, it's supposed to be mocking our fear of death right so then mm-hmm. you get to the attic Not only is this crossover lore with her supposedly being connected to the stretching room a controversial choice that people were not happy with, um, her whole theme of being this Black Widow killer killing her husbands for money is Mm -hmm. the purpose of it, doesn't really work because it interrupts that theme of, like, the Haunted Mansion is spooky. There are some great visual illusions that are creepy, but it is still a lighthearted ride. It is, which is exactly what Mark was going for. That's what Mark said. And that's hey. why we started off with Claude, scary, ominous, spooky, spooky. Um, empty house yeah. sets, and then fun screaming song. Yeah, and then we move to Grim Grinning Ghosts, and all of a sudden you're like, this is a party. It's a party. Right? Uh, Constance ruins the vibe for some people. I had never even considered this until I read about this earlier. I was like, oh, yeah, that totally doesn't fit. I mean, it fits to me because I was so young when the change happened. I was mm-hmm. like, Haunted Mansion, baby, best ride. I don't care what's going on. Yeah, I don't care what's uh, going on. But I do understand why people would be upset about that because... She is threatening, and it's unclear if she's threatening mm. you. I guess if you're, like, a, you know, 30-something white dude, watch your neck. Yeah, but with money. You have to have money. If you got some cash, then Constance said it's on site. But, like, otherwise, for the rest of way. us, it's like, oh, no, she kills men? Uh, like, I'm so scared. I'm not Ooh. scared. I'm not scared. You go, girl. <laughs> Feminism. <laughs> Feminism for the win. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And you know what? I would like them to update her look again to make her scarier looking. Because if they... Here's my proposal Mm -hmm. for the Haunted Mansion attic. All right? Here's how you fix everything. All right. You go... uh, You go all the way. So they they went creepier in, like, a tonal way. Mm -hmm. Not visually, necessarily. I would like them to make her physically, visually scary again. Okay, however they decide to do that, I don't really know if I trust them because they did a bad job before, but make her the malevolent spirit that is set apart from all the others. Yes. Like, make her literally the ghost that they locked in the attic because no one else wants to deal with her. That That would be so much more interesting. So, Constance, the controversy 
continues. Um, and then, uh, I, so I was going to talk about Phantom Manor for a hot second. Uh, Phantom Manor is the haunted mansion of Disneyland Paris. I love Phantom Manor. Dude, I am all up on that lore. Phantom Manor, and I'm not even joking when I say this, is the only reason that I would willingly step foot in the country of France. Now, I will have to listen to French be spoken in order to get there. That is too bad. That's too bad for me, I'm but so it's something I'm willing to put up with to see this freaking phantom. Now, Phantom Manor was closed for a long time, and it reopened last year because they also updated it. It was their big 2019 update where they brought back the original music because they had original music, and then they changed the soundtrack, and they changed it back, which is kind of fun. Uh, and they changed the storyline significantly now, again, with the whole bride thing. Did Disney Imagineers hate women? Wait a second. I'm having... Uh, I'm thinking thoughts. Oh, so many thoughts just came to my head. Okay. It all stems from Ken... Kenny Anderson. The original Phantom Manor plot, and I'm fuzzy on the details, but it centered around a woman, a human woman, whose name... I don't know. Melanie. <sighs> okay. Do you want to talk about Phantom Manor? Because I'm not going to nope, let you because this is nope. my story. It's fine. Take it away. Take it away. This is no context. Ellie tries to describe the plot of Phantom Manor and gets it wrong and Emma judges her. Yeah. So Henry is the dad and Melanie is the daughter and like the original story. And again, it was it's left kind of vague. It's left kind of open. But the original mm-hmm. story, tra- tragedy befell their family. When, uh, like, so he owned the mining town of, what's it called? Something Gulch? Thunder Mesa. Thunder, oh, Thunder Mesa, yes, thank you. Uh, Thunder Mesa, which, hey, seeing an American Western-themed land in France is, like, that will never not be funny to me. That is hilarious. I hate looking at it. I know. So, anyway, Melanie is engaged to be married to some guy. Well, okay, he died, but it's implied that, like, maybe he killed himself or was murdered. So this wasn't a natural death, I'm pretty sure. Again, it's not super clear, but they lose all their money somehow. Mm-hmm. Again, not clear how. And Never Henry, the father, unalives himself. You hate to see it. <gasps> Uh, so then Melanie is left, mm-hmm. uh, you're kind of following her, and you go in, like, catacombs under the mansion, and it's so creepy. Phantom Manor is much darker yeah. and eerier than the Haunted so Mansion. when you do go, because in the Haunted Mansion, everywhere else, you leave the attic and you go into the graveyard. In Phantom Manor, you leave the house and you go underground underneath Thunder Mesa, and it's... So you know Tim Burton's The Corpse Bride? Uh, The best film, absolutely. The best film. They go underground and it's like a whole new world. You know, like, Victor ends up in the underworld of the dead and it's like a whole new place, right? Absolutely. So it's kind of that vibe, except that it's it's Thunder Mesa if... uh, if everyone was dead, it's and all these things, dead people. You know, you're right, though. It is more colorful. It is. It's... And it's more lively. Mm-hmm. Even though they dead. And above ground, they dead. upstairs, it's... is where it's sad. Because Melanie is just wandering, yes. but she's also being stalked by this phantom. And it's 
he's like a villain character but it's unclear who he is and what his goal is like is he trying to kill her it's unclear whether it's the ghost of her dad or not exactly is he like her dead fiance trying to like get back to her is it her dead dad trying to reunite his family is it just some guy being creepy but tag yourself i'm some creepy guy (laughs) tag yourself i'm a dead dad nice thank you but the thing about phantom manor uh with the new storyline and again this was controversial because i'm like wondering now do the haunted mansion imagineers have a problem with women um the bride is the villain so instead of seeing the phantom creeping around the phantom is still there because it's phantom manor so this is the this is the 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 redo that they did this is now the 2019 the change yes this is when the they reopened one? this is okay. the new one interesting instead of seeing the phantom shadow like overhead when you're getting on the ride or whatever i don't remember mm-hmm. when that happens but you like see him it's the yeah. it's the foreshadowing of what's to come literally mm-hmm. you see her instead just walking and you're like okay hey girl uh and then it's a a similar thing it's like she she did a murder she like it's implied that she i think killed her husband or i don't think she killed her family maybe she did that'd be kind of fun i don't know so uh, on one hand women murder fun that's just like you know but at the same time it feels kind of cheap because it's like you know what's really scary? When women are violent. It's like, I mean, I guess it's scary when anyone's violent, but, like, men are monsters. Like, yeah, but, like, statistically it's, speaking. It's scarier to me if a man is running at me than a woman. If a woman was running at me with an axe, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah, n- I know. not saying okay as in, like, dismissively. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm dying now because, like, you know girl power no not really it's just more like women empowerment it's just one of those things where it's like again statistically men are much more violent than women yes and men are more violent to women yep so when women are violent and that's used as like a scary plot line it's like really guys like is this the it seems storyline we want to commit to it feels cheap so again i haven't seen the updated version i'm gonna watch it um i i can't speak on if that's actually how the ride feels okay to me but that's what other people were were talking about is how interesting this shift this tonal shift from this woman is the forlorn heartbroken bride right who is alone her family's dead her fiance's dead and this phantom is stalking her and it's unclear if it's unclear right. to us and to her if he is a threat or not because we don't know if it's her dead dad interesting but in this new one she is the villain going through and again i there were other changes that i'm not sure what they were uh because that was the main one that people were talking about online um but people were not happy and I'm not sure why. I, I don't know if it is a feminist issue that people are like, stop making women the villains for cheap gags. Right. Um, or if it was an actual, like, plot issue. Like, the other plot was so much better than whatever this right. is. Disney really said, women bad. Women uh, no so, yeah. You. 
I, I'm gonna watch Phantom Manor and see how I feel about it afterwards, but, uh, that's the bride controversy for that. But otherwise, uh, I, I think the attic scene, Redux, is exquisite. I love it. I think it looks so cool. They added a ton of stuff. It has a ton of little fun references. There's, like, a little ceramic figurine of Constance. It's like a wedding cake topper, kind of. Mm -hmm. And the groom is on his side and his little ceramic head fell off. Like, stuff like that is just really fun. There's such great detail in there and it's so cool. It's really cool. Now, one other thing that's cool about the attic. Here we go. This is a cult classic that disappeared for so long that some people thought that they dreamt it up and it wasn't a real character. Listeners and nemeses, welcome to Ellie Talks About the Hatbox Ghost. So, the Hatbox Ghost is best character, best guy, best animatronic, favorite thing I've ever seen in my life, ever. Uh, I'm obsessed with the Hatbox Ghost. I love him. The Hatbox Ghost was an animatronic that was in the Haunted Mansion for, like, less than a year when it first opened. He was only there for a hot minute, and the visual illusion that he had is he was a skeletal, hunched-over figure with bent legs, and he had a cane in one hand uh, that, like, shook, which is kind of fun. Like, like his hand was shaky holding the cane. It was set in, like, a pivot thing in the bottom of the cane in the floor. And then in his other hand, he was holding a big hat box, and his head would disappear into darkness and reappear in the hat box, and that would switch off back and forth as people rode through. Now, they got rid of the hat box ghost. People had conspiracies about this for years and years. It has been confirmed. There was no crazy conspiracy. It was the lighting in the attic at the time. The light from the previous room poured into the attic, and he's right by the entrance. He's the first thing you see Mm -hmm. when you come into the attic. And so the gag didn't work because they did their little smoke and mirrors. Uh, But the light was interrupting it, and so sometimes you wouldn't be able to see the head in either his face or the hat box. Or you would see both. Or you would see both at the same time, which is not as fun. It kind of ruins the whole deal. I do like the idea of this this guy carrying a hat box with a head a in it that looks his like head. his head. Yeah, that's fun. That's cute. That's just fun, yeah. So the hat box originally was connected somehow to the bride, although he was in the attic for so short a time that it was like, okay... But that was where the concept of the bride being into decapitation (laughs) came from. And they couldn't move him because the animatronic stuff is built into the floor of that (laughs) room. You can't just, like, shift that around. So they pulled him out and they made plans to put him back in eventually. Well, the problem with that, uh, cut to... 46 years later, Hatbox Ghost was gone for 46 years. He was gone for so long, like I said, when the internet came around, people were like, hey, did I imagine this? Or was there a guy (laughs) that looked like this in the Haunted Mansion? And other people were like, 
hey, I remember that from my childhood. And then all of a sudden people realize the Hatbox Ghost was a real thing. Was that wasn't thing. just something everyone collectively fever dream imagined. Yeah. Joint hallucination. Exactly. He's very cool. Now, I his image is used in a lot of the old Haunted Mansion, like, uh, marketing material and advertising. He's on posters. He's in books. You see him in illustrations. There are photos of him with Yale uh, Gracie. Yale is uh, holding the reflective image of the hatbox ghost to show how the trick works, which is really fun. Mm -hmm. And so those were in a magazine, like, forever ago. And then the hatbox ghost was gone. So everyone was like, where did this guy go? Like, he's just gone now. So he became kind of a cult icon after his disappearance. And then Disney said, we're updating the Haunted Mansion, and we're going to reopen it in 2015. I wonder what's going to happen. And they didn't say for sure, I don't think. But every time they renovated the Haunted Mansion, people were like, everyone was like, is he coming back? Is he coming back? Where's my boy? Where's my boy? Where's my boy? Where's my boy? Mm -hmm. Okay. He's back. So Disney was like... We're going to update the Haunted Mansion. I wonder what's going to change. And everyone had been strung along by Disney. That Everyone was like, I'm so over this waiting for the Hatbox Ghost. It's never going to happen. If it was going to happen, it would have happened like 20 years ago. It's not happening. We're over it. And then the hype was so high around the opening, the reopening of the Haunted Mansion in 2015. Like people were waiting for like Mm -hmm. two hours before the park opened and then they go inside, and the line for the Haunted Mansion was, like, the longest it had ever been to get back inside that freaking Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. And they go in, and who's the first one you see when you go into the attic? Mama Mia! It's the Hatbox Ghost. So then I he's love back. Him. Baby back and ready for action. And he looks amazing. He's stunning. Easily my favorite part of the Haunted stunning. Mansion now, because the animatronic is exquisite and they fixed all the technology that they had issues with before so now they're able to do the hatbox mm-hmm. ghost gag yep without the former room being an issue yep it's delightful it's delightful. so now you know it's a it's a huge deal and people were losing their minds and like celebrating the hatbox ghost making a triumphant mysterious secret return to the mm-hmm. haunted mansion now the hatbox ghost, while he does share the attic with the bride, uh, he is in his own little separate nook. Yes. Um, to separate him from the actual attic, and there is no clear connection story-wise to the bride anymore. Uh, the connection was vague before, but it now was. it's like there's none. He's just his own little thing, and it is incredibly fun. And I think he's like one of the most iconic. Um, besides, of course, the hitchhiking ghosts, uh, Ezra, Phineas, and Gus, who you see at the end of the ride. I love them. Coming out of the graveyard, the three of them animatronics are in a window, and they're hitchhiking with their little thumbs out, and then you go into the Hall of Mirrors, and you see them reflected sitting in your doom buggy, and they are hitchhiking to go home with you, which is very fun. It's very Um, cute. 
let me ruin the hitchhiking ghosts for you and tell you the lore. Now. Now. Doom Buggies has everything and more. There is something called the Haunted Mansion Ghost Gallery on their website. Mm-hmm. Cast members are the original tale tellers of these. So, this started up in the 1980s. Cast members started making up stories for the different ghosts that were canonically in the Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. So, any ghosts that didn't have names, they would give names and backstories. Ghosts that did have names, they started making up stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, none of this is official. Some of these are very creative interpretations of these various characters. Some of these are, like, winks to other Disney history, which is really fun. Um, There was a cast member uh, publication called West Side Attractions, which is really fun. And sometimes they would print the cast member stories of these, like, ghosts in, in the magazine. So... Yeah, we have all these stories of these ghosts. And again, these aren't canon. Here's what Doom Buggy says about the hitchhiking ghosts themselves. Okay. Also notable is the fact that the Disney parks and eventually Walt Disney Imagineering itself paid homage to these stories by officially naming the hitchhiking ghost characters Gus, Phineas, and Ezra, names which had been recorded in the cast members' ghost gallery. So, those three characters specifically mm-hmm. were made canon. Their names, yeah. right? Their actual backgrounds, not canon, and TBH, I hope they aren't because this is freaking grim and <laughs> kind of okay. upsetting. Okay. Okay, so here's the story according to a cast member from the 1980s. Cool, I'm ready. Ezra is the very tall, very skinny, almost skeletal-looking hitchhiking ghost. Okay, yes, he's, he's bald the one on I top. Hope comes home with me every time I ride it. Yeah, I love that guy. This is just the worst. So, um, Ezra, Phineas, and Gus all met each other in a mental institution. They oh, were that's institutionalized cute. together. Yeah, they were in like this asylum together. Oh, to be in love in an asylum. Yeah, they became friends in the asylum and decided they were going to help each other escape, which they successfully did. How did they get to the asylum, you may ask? Well, there's no official story on how Gus got to the asylum. A cast member made Gus a Gracie, so he's a member of the Gracie family, which is interesting. That is interesting. Um, And there's no word on how, so, like, what he did. But for Ezra... Ezra was a voyeur, so he would get his skinny little body climbing up trees and peep on women. He had a specific fetish for fat women. Never mind, I don't want him to come home with me anymore. What the, what the heck? So this is not canon, again, I would like to reiterate, and I'm glad it's not, because this is just the worst. Okay, like, choosing not to believe he is coming home with me. No, he, he, we're gonna, we should write our own. <gasps> right we now. We should write our own hitchhiking right ghost now. stories. Well, let me finish telling you okay. what, it just gets worse. Uh, okay. Phineas is a snake oil salesman. 
So he started as like a traveling salesman, but he did poorly. So he just started buying up stuff and reselling it as like miracle drugs or whatever. Nice. It's very like early 1900s. Um, they were both tried for their crimes and pled insanity. Uh, Phineas got arrested because he sold, uh, like, I think it was a miracle hair growth or it was like a potion of youth to, like, the chief of police in the town that he was in. But the potion that he, like, the concoction he gave this guy raised his voice, like, two octaves. And he was so mad about it. Dirty cops. They, he threw him away in jail. Yeah, so they were in the right. asylum together. The three of them uh, make a plan to escape. This is kind of funny. Ezra sneaks through the bars because he's so skinny and steals keys to get them out. And then they that's leave. That's me. Now, they're hitchhiking together, right? So that's where the hitchhiking part comes from. They're hitchhiking from right. place to place after they leave the asylum because they don't really have anywhere to go. Um, except for Gus technically could go back to Gracie Manor, but he doesn't want to for whatever mm -hmm. reason. They end up at a carnival. This has very something wicked, this way comes, energy. And they all die in ironic ways. Um, I didn't write down how they all died because it was just so, like, gross to me that I was like, whatever. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not going to specify how they die because it's, like, kind of problematic for 2020 standards. And, again, this isn't canon, so there's no reason for anyone to, like, know this. Mm -hmm. But how the hitchhiking ghosts end up at the Haunted Mansion, Gus goes home after his homies die, rip, and um, something happens that Leota decides to curse and confine Gus to the mansion for the rest of his life and eternity after death. So he can never leave again, even when he dies. But she still takes pity on him and uh, as recompense, kind of, for this punishment, she summons his two hitchhiking ghost friends and they all live in the mansion Aww, together. Oh, that's cute. So that part is nice, I guess, yeah, but least, the rest of it is just roommates. like, I want to end my life. Uh, the one thing I do like about this, though, is that Gus, who is the short one, right? Yes. He's the short one with the ball and chain. Yeah, so uh, him Long being beard. a prisoner, that makes sense. That's what mm -hmm. prisoners wore. And he's wearing, like, kind of rags looking. Yes. He's wearing plain clothes, I right? personally don't think that they're from the same time period like from from the same time or place I don't either because why would they why would they need to be why would they need to be they're all ghosts they're all ghosts they can meet i like never. the idea that they were all living their separate lives never knew each other didn't know of each other all died somehow ended up at the haunted mansion and they're like hey y'all want to hang y'all want to hang and then they they're homies now. I see them as kind of like uh, mischievous ghosts yes. that want to leave the mansion. Like, they're always trying to hitchhike out with with humans, I right? think that it's... So, the it's, three of them are mischievous and they have similar goals. And I right. like the idea. I like your concept of them not being from the same time period. Yeah. 
I don't think they're the same. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a little guess here because the ghosts in the haunted mansion are from all different times, like all the way back to like there are ghosts that look like we had a mummy in there. There's a mummy. There's a ghost that looks Roman. There are ghosts that are wearing like Revolutionary War clothes mm-hmm. and ghosts that are yeah. And then there's ghosts that look more Vikings. Modern according to, like, the time that Gracie Manor was built, which is, like, the 1800s, and then through the 1900s. Like, that makes sense to me. So, I think Phineas is probably from, like, the 1930s, uh, like, post-Depression era. Um, but he seems to be, like, his clothes imply that he was doing well for himself before he died, Yeah, so. Phineas gives off banker vibes. He gives off banker vibes, yeah. Thank you. Um, Ezra, 1800s, Victorian, mm-hmm. period, very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Gus... I don't know, the ball and chain thing is pretty old school, so... It is very old school. What, like, late 1700s, early 1800s? Pre-Victorian, pre-Industrial Revolution? Yeah. I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did either. But maybe he was, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean prisoner, (gasps) because they have balls and chains in... Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Ellie. There's just... That's just another connection. They're connected. Oh, that's true. Parts of the Caribbean, the Haunted Mansion, and Tom Sawyer Island are all connected. Confirmed. Confirmed. We well, just confirmed it because of the I, ball and chain. I just, I just confirmed it. Disney has well, not. Okay. They're cowards. Disney are cowards, and they won't. They won't give me an updated Constance, and they won't give me a solid connection on Pirates, Haunted Mansion, and Tom Sawyer's Island. Yes. Do anyway, you have more? The only thing that I have, that is all of the ghosts from the Haunted Mansion that I cared to talk about. There are 999. You don't and you see could be 999 in the Haunted Mansion because there's only so many animatronics you can't have in one ride, right? But there are lots of ghosts, uh, lots of animatronics. It's delightful. It's probably my favorite ride. I ride it a million times a and million I never times. get tired of it. I never it's get sick of it. It's just fun. I and it's great the... on a hot day. You go, like, mm-hmm. just lay back and, like, freaking fall asleep in the doom buggy in the yeah. dark with the air conditioning. It's great. Yeah. And I uh, literally, I'll listen to that organ, that Haunted Mansion, otherworldly concerto. Oh, yeah. All I the have time. The... All the time. It starts to whip. It starts to whip around two to three minutes. That's when it, like, mm. That the organ. ballroom, mm. grim grinning ghosts rendition. Yep, on the like on yeah on the organ. Yeah, on the organ. When they make it like a waltz, you love to see exactly. it. Exactly, um, you love to hear it. Really quick, fun fact about the organ. Okay. So the organ in the haunted mansion in the ballroom is the organ from the Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea that they then turned into the Finding Nemo's submarines. So 20,000 Leagues does not exist at Disneyland anymore, unfortunately. 
Um, that's fun. Another fun fact about, uh, this is a fun fact that people who are familiar with the Haunted Mansion will know, and they might, you might think it's kind of normy, but I think it's just really fun. So, the thing separating the doom buggy track from the ballroom is this massive sheet of glass. It's, it's all one, one continuous sheet of, sheet of glass that they moved into the mansion when they built it and they have not replaced it since because it would be almost impossible to do so. You would have okay? to take apart the whole roof and take it out with a crane. And then somehow move a new sheet of glass yeah, in and then without shattering the whole thing. Without breaking things. Yeah. So. It's like what it's like thirty feet tall or something insane. Dude, yeah, it's, it's huge. big. Yeah, it's, huge. it's big. So, that being said, anything happens to that glass, they're not going to be able to replace Mm-mm. it without literally tearing the ride apart, which would be crazy. But, a mysterious thing happened. To this day, Unsolved <laughs> Mystery, no one knows how or why. Um, there is a crack in the glass from a gunshot that someone just shot a gun. Well, they don't know who. He shot a gun. He shot a freaking gun. Wait, do they know who it is? Nope. But there is a crack in the glass. Okay, yes. From a gun being shot through the glass pane. And they know that it was a gun because they found a bullet. Dang. In the wall. But here's the thing. No one knew. Nope. Until one day a cast member realized there's a hole in the glass. But, like I said, they couldn't replace it, so they stuck a plastic toy yeah. spider over the hole, and it's just, like, there. So you can see it when you go yeah, on the right. It's very the, fun, the and you're like, The way that hey. the glass had cracked looked like a cobweb. A spider it looked like web, a cobweb yeah. enough to just be able to stick a spider on it and call it good. Yeah. So, my last comment about the Haunted Mansion, uh, I wanted to talk about Mystic Manor briefly. Mystic Manor is Very the Haunted Mansion that's in Hong Kong Disney. So, it's in China, right? Uh, Chinese superstition and, like, culture in regards to death is much different than American and even, like, European, like, Western traditions. They have, I think, a lot more uh, respect <laughs> for the dead. Yeah. One website that I read was like, they say, you know, we believe our ancestors' spirits are there. We respect them, but we don't want to bother them at all because that's scary or whatever. That is so, so funny. Coming up with a way to do the Haunted Mansion in a country that has such a different view of death. It's hard. It's tough, right? Well, yeah. It's tough in the sense that they had to write something different. Yeah. Do your jobs, Disney. Do your jobs, Disney. Uh, so they did. And I, I, from what I've seen, I think it's really cool. It's very cool. And it's trackless. You know I love a trackless ride system. I didn't know that. I didn't remember <gasps> that that was a thing. Yeah. That's tight. Mm-hmm. How does trackless system work? I don't know. It's magic. It's magic. It's magic. They I do don't know magic. how it works, but I love watching it. Yeah, so the thing that the Imagineers wanted to focus on with Mystic Manor, because it was going to be, the focus wasn't going to be on the spooky ghosts and the haunted and the graveyards and everything like that. Um, It wasn't going to be focused on death. So they took on the challenge to make it illusion-based, which is really fun. 
so the house uh there's this little monkey his name is alfred he's so cute very cute and he accidentally opens this um magic music box Mm -hmm. now the music on this ride is composed by none other than my king danny elfman you love to see it favorite guy uh, I listened to a little bit of it before we recorded, and I was like, just Dude, it the whips. vibes. It was Immaculate. Yeah. But the music box opens, and it's like a, the soundtrack is pretty integral to the ride experience. Um, but it's magic. So the whole manor is possessed by this magic that, that makes all of the inanimate objects come to life. And then at the end, you know, Alfred the monkey closes the music box and everything's fine. And then his his owner guy, who you meet at the beginning, comes Mm -hmm. back in and it's like nothing happened. It's like very, you know, it's very it's cute. It's very Phineas and Ferb. (laughs) It's very Phineas and Ferb, and the mansion design is stunning. It's oh, it's the the exterior and the interior are just beautiful. So it's a lot more whimsical. Uh, I think then the Haunted Mansion, where the Haunted Mansion is spooky and fun, this is much more, like, magical and almost fantasy-based, which is really cool. So, I thought that was a fun difference, uh, you know, seeing that cultural shift, how do we do a Haunted Mansion Mm -hmm. in an Eastern country that has such a different view on death and spirits than Mm -hmm. Americans do. Right. And that is everything that i wanted to say about the okay. haunted mansion now tell me i need to know last okay very last thought okay top three haunted mansion ghosts go okay so i'm gonna start with number three and okay. work my way up i'm coming up with this on the fly because i genuinely okay. this is tough that's fine. I haven't thought about it either. Um, okay. Number three, I'm going to say, uh, I want to say the duelists. So number three, duelists. Okay. Yep. Number two. Oh, little Leota. <laughs> I forgot little about Leota. her. Uh, little Leota is a miniature version of Madame Leota. She is canonically meant to be a miniature Madame Leota. Her is modeled after the actress who played Madame Leota. Leota Toomes. Leota Toomes. I think that little Leota has been updated to be the voice of the bride telling you to hurry back. I think she has. Which is fine, that's I guess. Fine. Um, I don't know. I, I like little Leota, but that's fine. Um, but she was meant to be Madame Leota. The reason she's called Little Leota, though, if you haven't ridden the Haunted Mansion, it's this tiny figurine. It's a forced perspective kind of thing. Yeah, so she looks really far away, but she's just really small, and it's kind of funny. And it looks like she's she's standing in the crypt. Uh, So we love Little Leota. So yeah, number two, Little Leota, and I'm going to say pre-Constance Little Leota. Okay. I don't care to see the bride again. I'll take that. Even though I do like the bride just fine, I'm going to say Little Leota number two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one. Is this even a surprise? Hatbox ghost. Best ghost. How could you even believe that any other ghost is better than him? Okay. You can't. Yeah. Unless you're about to say your number one is a different ghost, in which case, okay, it's time to fight. So my number three 
is oh geez the 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 pianist the ghost phantom the, the pianist. shadow pianist yes, the shadow in the pianist. attic yes very we love cool. to see it we love to see it mm. or alternatively the ghost playing the organ because like the power that the was power well, i had a hard time choosing between the duelist and the no. organist because the organist is very cool the power is there um yeah. second geez now it's a tie between the hatbox ghost and ezra hatbox ghost i love him i also love ezra ezra yeah you know uh i know you love ezra favorite number one favorite ghost the man himself the ghost host I love him. I do like seeing the body hanging from the stretching room. It's like one of my favorite visuals in the entire ride. It's so scary. Uh, and that is supposed to be the ghost host's body. Mm-hmm. So, and but his voice is incredible. It either used to be or Walt wanted it to be. Or they used some form of audio from Vincent Price. Um, so the Vincent Price thing, the ghost host is not Vincent Price, obviously you can tell Yeah, it's yeah, not it's him. not Vincent Price. Disney did use audio of Vincent Price's voice. They did. Now, I don't know what they used it for because it was it's the not laugh. in the Haunted Mansion. Oh, that's nice. I think it was, it was this, the ghost host laugh. I think that's what it was. Okay, they said, hey ghost host, you suck, your laugh sucks. You're not allowed to laugh, We're gonna make bud. Vincent do your laugh. Shut no, your mouth. Get out of here. No laughing yeah, here. Shut up. Illegal. It's they Vincent time. They canceled the ghost host. It's, it's price time. time. It's price time. It's price time, baby. The Vincent price is right. I'll be here all week. <laughs> uh, Not when I walk to your house in two minutes and kill you. And kill me. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, that's valid. So anyway, uh, Vincent Price's voice, though, so this was actually, I wasn't going to mention this because it wasn't relevant, but in the Phantom Manor 2019 update, the audio that they use for the ghost host is Vincent Price. And they got a French voice actor who sounded like Vincent Price to do the French translation of the ghost host it. voice. I love Vincent. Yeah. But again, I, I don't know what they originally used it in because Vincent Price was very dead before uh, Paris, right? Pretty sure. Okay, Google. When did Vincent Price die? Never. Vincent he never Price died. died on October 25th, 1993. Oh. Interesting. That's later than I thought. When did Disneyland Paris's Phantom Manor open? April 12, 1992. According to some information I found on Wikipedia. Oh, so maybe. Okay. Wow. Maybe. Okay, so may, he maybe. did do the original voice. So, the, okay, that's where that came from. So, Vincent Price yeah. did the original voice. When they updated Phantom Manor the first time, yeah. they changed it. They Rip. took it away. Dang. But in the reopening in 2019, they put his voice back, remastered, and then got a French voice that sounded yeah, like it's his. Vinny time it's it's always vincent price time it's always rent free in my brain uh anyway that's that's the haunted mansion dude uh lore, lore. technology we are both huge fans of disney ride history obviously 
We're fans of Disney history in general, but we both especially love Disney ride history. Just there's something so magical about finding out how, you know, these experiences from our childhood Mm -hmm. work. And it just makes me appreciate the experience more. It just makes me so happy. Like, before we recorded this, this is when you know that I'm not only am I like a mechanical tech nerd but also Mm -hmm. disneyland nerd is i was literally like shaking with excitement before we recorded this just to talk about the omnimover ride system we love the omnimover ride system you know i love it you know i love it all my homies love the omnimover and the people mover. You know we love the people mover, too. All my homies love the people mover. Oh, All my, my gosh. Hey, justice for the people mover. Justice for Constance Hatchaway. Honestly. Uh-huh. Disney, I am standing by waiting for your response. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well. Well. That's it. That's it. We did it. We did uh, it. Thank you all so much for listening to us ramble about the Haunted Mansion for, I don't know, entirely too long. Yes. We will come back with another out of character episode for the end of October, the end of our No Context Tober Halloween specials, where we will be talking about the Scooby Doo animated film series. Yeah, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo Cinematic Universe. Scooby Doo Cinematic Universe, the Scooby, as they say. Oh, don't. No, no, my body had a bad reaction to you saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's so valid because I hated saying it. (laughs) Boy, howdy! When I tell you, I came out of my mouth and I immediately regretted it. (laughs) Please don't do that again. (laughs) I'm gonna probably do it again. So you'll hear me talk about the staku in our next out of character episode. But until then, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PodNoContext. I think that's it. And uh, watch out for 999 Happy Haunts because you might be the thousandth. Thank you, everyone. See you in the next one. Bye.